What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki here with another episode of Two Tree Guys. Uh, this is your first time listening in on the show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, this show uh, was put on by myself and my buddy Jared Abergina, who's not here with us today. He's out in the field, and uh, I'm joined by uh, two special guests that came in, two veterans from the Two Tree Guy podcast that are here, two superpowers in the industry that are here. Um, so I'm excited to have just a talk today about we have no freaking idea, no agenda. It's going to be awesome. But before we get started today, guys, listen. People, this costs money to put this show on. This costs money to edit the videos and to put it on all the podcasts. And no one's paying us for this. So the only fee that you have to pay if you're listening to it is share it. Share it on your page. Share it to other people in the industry. That's all we're asking. But if you did want to send something, it would be more of the fine with it. No, no, we don't have ads. We don't have commercials that are playing through this uh, going on that's annoying as hell because I've listened to podcasts that are it's just super annoying that you have a great conversation happening and it's stopped by some stupid-ass commercial I don't want to hear. So uh, share it. That's all we ask. And if you don't like it or anything, uh, send hate mail to Travis's uh, um house so uh, thanks uh but on this show we have some different episodes we have our full length uh, episode which you're going to have today of a couple people that actually come into the studio and uh we talk about the industry we talk about life we talk about business we talk about bullshit uh we usually drink beers but we're going to save that after uh we have another episode uh what's your story uh where we travel around to different trade shows and sometimes in here too that we have short stories just hearing people's stories of how they got in the industry uh, and then we have our marketing sec segment called Mic Drop. Uh, we bring, you know, a 30 to 45 minute podcast about marketing, about sales, of how you guys can improve uh, your businesses out there in the field uh, doing that. But today, uh, like I said, the Goliaths in the industry, some shorter, some taller, <laughs> but influencers in our industry and some with no social media. We got Travis Vickerson. Welcome. Thank you. A Thank veteran. You. And, uh, Hans Tillman, one of our first podcasts that we posted, uh, back in the studio again. I am so happy to be here. It was worth every light that I got stuck at driving here this afternoon. And I was like, man, these lights are like 25 seconds long. And I'm like, do I blow it? Or do I and then they have signs, don't blow the light. $10,000 ticket. <laughs> yeah, I'm they're like, expensive out here in California. I'm like, I just can't get there fast enough. Well, you're here, man. You made it. I love, I, I get, you guys put me into such a zen when I come out here. This whole place, um, the whole vibe, just, I love it. I love what you guys are doing. And I'm so bummed I couldn't get out here sooner. I remember when we were here last time, I was like, I'm coming back for the master class. I'm going to make it. I'm going to come to Matt Mackey's class and I'm going to hang out. And then I had a class to teach. Well, he was then, waiting the whole time. He's like, no, I think Hans is coming. I'm like, Matt, we got to get started. It's 8 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. We got to get going. And he, he held on for you. Yeah, same thing with Lauren Schultz's class. <laughs> I was like, I actually knew a few weeks uh, ahead of time that I couldn't make it to that one. But I was like, man, I just want to go, go back. And Travis asked me yesterday, he's like, you mind going on the podcast? 
I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, of course I want to go on the podcast. This is like the best. Good, good. Just to kind of, you know, bullshit. It is. You and know? you guys are out here for Treetopia. Yep. Treetopia. It's going to be awesome. Uh, that's going to be this Friday, Saturday. So by the time you guys hear this, Treetopia is over. You guys missed it. If you didn't go, uh, I'm sure they're going to have it again next year and stuff like that. But uh, man, what unless a- you're catching it live right now. Unless you're catching it live. Yeah, exactly. But man, what a lineup. That they have for Treetopia. Holy shit. Let's talk about it. You guys are both going to be speaking there, right? Yep. Yep. Now, what are you guys going to be speaking on? You want to go first? Yeah, you go first. Um, So I'm actually responsible. Nick Bonner knighted me. Yeah. And told me that I was responsible for the crane zone. So we are bringing out, um, we are bringing out our best equipment. Um, we're bringing our crane simulator trailer out. If you were at Arbor Fest in Asheville, you would have saw it there. But um, I, you know, we've been getting a lot of requests to come out in the West Coast, and we're doubling down and driving it out. So right now, I have uh, two drivers driving it. I believe, I mean, this morning, I think they were in Wyoming. I'm sure they're in Utah now. Yeah, they're in Utah. Yeah, I've been following them. Um, so. We're really pumped to kind of just show everybody on the West Coast, you know, what we've been doing in terms of technology and innovating education when it because comes to Because when you crane. were on the show, you you released it before TCA. Yes. This was we annou- this was the platform we that we yeah we announced it there. Yeah, that's right. All these likes started. I mean, it blew up. Yeah, we announced that we were getting the simulator and mm. bringing it to TCA, which was. One of the probably most stressful moments of my <laughs> life because the week before they were we didn't get there was some issue with crossing the border with with uh, um, taking acceptance of it. We had a temporary import. That's what it was. And we Did it come sure. through? It came through Canada. Yeah, we had well, we had the whole thing built in Montreal, okay. and then we we were we got a temporary import to bring it to TCIA, and the week before. We weren't sure if it was actually going to happen. And we had a 10 by 70 foot booth. And we were like, what are we going to put in our booth if, if this don't thing don't it. show up? Giant ball pit. <laughs> so we scrambled for a week and then everything kind of just fell in place and it happened. It all worked out. It did. We did 200 trainings in three days. Holy shit. Wow. Holy shit. It was insane. Everybody. Um, I mean, and that was a learning experience because we had to figure out how to take pee breaks. It was just nonstop, nonstop training. The simulator trailer now has a urinal in it that was installed. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so we're bringing that out. Um, I'm going to have my new little, I have a travel crane, which is a, I call it my pocket crane. It's a little six and a half ton knuckle boom mounted on a Dodge 5500 that mm-hmm. tows the trailer. So we have the two simulators. Then we have a, a stick controlled knuckle boom um, that we're going to do some training on. Um, and then Eric Palacios is going to be bringing his uh, 65 ton knuckle boom out, and we're going to do kind of like a coordination and controls training for attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also going to be doing a walk around inspection, uh, crane inspection. Um, we're going to do a grapple saw t- talk, a 30 minute grapple saw talk. And then I'm teaching two. 90 minute talks on both days uh the first one's going to be um the first one's going to be crane usage and cribbing for beginners Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just like a general overview of what to expect when you're on the job for operations and setup 
And then I'm doing a, another 90-minute talk on crane removals in tight quarters. Hmm. So focusing on down to the moment, what do we have to be concerned about when it comes to hard targets, yeah. soft targets, deflection, capacity, hmm. limits on the crane. Um, and then, like, where are we putting this? You know, do we have issues with tight quarters for the pick or do we have tight quarters for the placement when it's done? Mm -hmm. um, and going over just kind of like those f little details that a lot of people take for granted. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so crazy because this year I have, I think I have four new talks that I haven't done before. But I've been getting asked to speak at all these shows, and oh. I'm trying to always just be new, fresh stuff. I hate talking about the same thing over and over. It kind of brings me back to my social media days where I got brought in for social media one-on-one -on -one classes, and I was like, I hate this. <laughs> it was so boring. So I'm always trying to bring something new to the table and talk about different aspects of the of the job and for you know the mindset of the operator or the mindset of the ground crew or the mindset of the climber. Um, and you know, I was really excited to to do this you know these two new topics for treetopia so we're we're really we're really excited I'm, to be there i'm i'm excited for the fact that you're going to leave this machine out here till arbor fest yes. e, uh, west and uh if anybody i'm working on him leaving it here so if he leaves it here uh guys we're gonna have so much fun it's gonna be awesome just come out any day anytime to use it where it's gonna be sweet it's a yeah. it's a dollar fifty per transaction oh yeah it's i have like a, a feeling jared's arcade. gonna be in there a lot oh yeah oh yeah Speak, it's, it's very weird not having him sitting here right i know now. isn't it um, i almost uh, almost you, miss him you need like yeah. one of almost. those fat heads on the wall <laughs> yeah i will I'll, I'll get one and we'll set it in the and chair the good news is it won't have to get up and go to the bathroom halfway yeah, through exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah so um so anyway, what we were talking about earlier is that this event is going to be our our kind of launch for how we are going to be setting up our trainings in the future in terms of being able to show up to a city or show up to a town and be able to put on a one day training, low expense, high value, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for these for these groups. Um, we've been working um, very closely with a couple, with a couple associations on doing more virtual training and you know I've never really been a big ad advocate for online learning just because I feel like it's an excuse for people to not do the in person it makes people lazy mm -hmm. so how can we get people to show up to to stuff you know and make it easier for people to show up well you know we just have to go to them mm -hmm. you know so if I can be able to stand it's like a, up it's like a tent revival but it's a crane revival yes I want to be able to show up with my truck and my trailer. We have chairs and set up a little tiny amphitheater in a baseball field. We'll bring our own trees, set the trees up, and be able to do a one-day class in and out next city. That's the plan, is to be able to host these small kind of micro events um, and be able to do them at a very affordable cost for the attendees and yeah. at a low expenses for us. Nice. Um, you know, because we talk about how many events there are every year. You know, and, you yeah. know, being on the, the business side of it and dealing with the event coordinators, there's so much overhead, you know, for these for these companies that put on these shows, you know, like Cheryl Tree, Tree Stuff, Arbor Expo, um, like, you know, the amount of money that it takes to do this. Yeah. Being able to do that same sort of experience, smaller scale and be able to do it again and again and again. Um, without having... how many cities do you think you'd hit 
Oh, what's man. what's the goal? There's there it, the goal would be every city. I mean, man, like no no. How many cities the are there are? in the United States? Does anybody know. have a number to that? You uh, mean like major cities? Yeah. What do we just, what do we define as a city, city. versus whatever, a town? Whoever says the city next to it, no towns, just cities. oh, probably freaking ten thousand. Oh, I bet more, more than, than that. that. Probably ten thousand in California. Can anybody look that up online that you're listening to? <laughs> how many how many cities are in America? Because that's how many uh, we got to set the bar high. I would, high love, to, I would love to do New that. Jersey Crane. Oh my God! Ten million. <laughs> now, now let me let me just say, uh, coming coming here to Treetopia and coming out here, you got the you got the gear on New Jersey Crane. But this guy over here also has a New Jersey Crane shirt on. What, what's going on over in your world here? Laundry day. Laundry day. <laughs> No, so it's great to be back out here in California. Um, <laughs> other than getting out here to California, I had the worst experience of my life with a rental car. I told you about yeah. earlier. Um, I slept in a rental car at a rental car facility last night or the early this morning because it wasn't open yet. It was a, I felt felt kind of like Ryan Torscola at one point um, yeah. in my life. Um, so, Ryan, if you're out there, I, I, I got oh, you. Gosh, buddy. he comes up in every episode. <laughs> he does. Every I love episode. him, though. He's, yeah. a, he's a brother of mine. But, yeah, so back out here in California for Trutopia, doing um, work in – a class for clogger doing chainsaw positioning in use. Um, I'm going to be looking at the new clogger pants come out right now. So that's kind of a cool thing we're doing. And then also I'm kind of knighted to Hans's point of safety for the entire event with tree stuff nice. and VSG. So they've kind of had me come in from my 15 years prior fire medic experience, looking at that kind of aspect of, Hey, what can we do to make sure we're safe for our events? Mm-hmm. Um, and what we can do to make sure that we have the best events possible, push the limit, obviously, yeah. but let's do it in a safe manner. And you already been on on site. Uh, yep. So been, been out to this, the rough site. I don't have the exact stuff yet. Thursday set up. So we'll go gotcha. more in depth Thursday, but yeah. Gotcha. So also big news, um, made a change of, of venue for myself. Uh-huh. Uh, so last time I was on the podcast, I was with Davey tree. Um, since then I've pursued another opportunity actually partnering up with my good friend here, Hans, and we have started a new venture called noble Oak safety and training. That is the parent company actually of New Jersey crane experts. So the noble Oak safety training aspect, our whole goal is to develop client-centered solutions for safety and education. Um, it's not standardized. It's not cookie cutter. It's get to know the culture of a company, get to know the issues that they're dealing with, the pain points, and then develop specific solutions to their problems and work mm-hmm. alongside them. So we're not trying to be everybody's training company. In fact, we really don't want to be everybody's training company. We want to be solutions for companies in specific areas. Um, as we talked about last time, you guys know, uh, leadership is really kind of dear to my heart. So working on this kind of this new cutting edge idea of taking the crew leader or foreman level position and kind of taking it up a notch and training it and actually looking at doing it as a mentorship style program where it's an in-depth dive, one-on-one interaction between a professional level educator and a foreman on jobs for five days, just getting in-depth problem solving solutions right there. Cause we know what's taught in a classroom doesn't always apply in the field Yeah, and it's so hard. So we're looking at kind of developing this new mentorship program in the industry where they're going to be out there right side by side along solving it's, problems. It's, it's important because, you know, I, I feel that in our industry, a lot of times we put the foreman or making someone a foreman because they're the best climber, mm-hmm. right? Or the, you know, that's that's how they get picked rather yep. than the, the best leader for that position mm-hmm. uh, for that. Um, oh, someone just came up. 19,495. <laughs> Oh, so that's all. Huh? That's what okay. you got to get. But that was back in 2018. So, wow, oh. there's actually less than I thought. There's probably uh, less that. now. That's all. Okay. They closed a couple cities now. But, <laughs> you know, you guys who are listening to this, um, it's 
man, if you guys never been to an event, go to these events because they one, they don't have it every single day. You know, it's it's every quarter. Maybe you have to travel to go to it. But they put one on here in California. Uh, there's going to be Arbor Fest in Reno, which mm-hmm. is, you know, three hours away. That's going to be absolutely awesome. But let me just go through some of this lineup we have here. Um, we have Mark Chisholm and Chad Bray. RDO and Vermeer is going to be teaching. Uh, DMM on rigging. Petzl's going to be teaching. Hans and Rob Powell are going to be teaching. Uh, Nick Araya uh, is going to be teaching. Craig Bachman uh, for Tree U. Uh, Travis Vickerson. Uh, we got uh, Rainbow is going to be teaching. Uh, Krista Stratton? Stratton. Stratton. Arbor Jet. Dawn. I mean, so many different individuals are going to be teaching for these two days. Uh, you can stay on site. It's going to be a really cool event. So this ain't a promotion for the event. This is just us saying, when you got events like this, go to them, guys. Man, the networking, the people you get to meet, the classes that you get. Uh they've helped me build a bond with individuals mm-hmm. like you guys self from going to these, yeah. you know, I just don't meet you with another tree company, another tree company coming together. But at these events have been a special place in my heart that I just love to go. We got TCIA coming up in November. We got Arbor Fest coming up. we got some fun events happening. The, the one really cool thing that I wish I could have made happen for Treetopia was bring my kids out yeah. um, because they have a whole kids area. Oh man. Um, you know, one of the, it's, it's got the whole Jambo vibe, you know, um, where they're going to be doing a lot of the similar, you know, fun activities like the Ninja climb. They're going to be doing the claw game. Um, they're going to have a whole kid, they're going to have a whole kid zone. And, you know, for me, that's, that just gives me goosebumps because like, I can just imagine, you know, dad or mom bringing their kids out there and their kids are like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then they just have the best time ever. Mm-hmm. The best. You know, we just did a um, we did a state rec climb at my house last month and we had a kid's area and um, Jordan's niece came out with my cousin, with her cousin, Aaron, and she was just climbing and swinging all over the place. Never, blast. never, ever did that before. Um, we had a slack line, you know, where they were just walking back and forth on the slack line, just balancing, and uh, you just see the light in their eyes yeah. just light up. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, anytime there's kid stuff, I mean, that's not going to make big companies money, but that's just where it's at, like mm-hmm. having stuff like that. And I appreciate them for, for putting considering that, you know, as part of this event. Mm-hmm. It's a real cultural event. So I'm excited to be there. And I'm excited to see my Cali friends that I haven't seen in a couple of years. Because like today, nobody, man. Yeah. We're going out to eat. Where are we going after this? You, you, you're I picking. Know, I don't know. Someplace no. on the beach with seafood. I don't know. Oh, I'm excited. You know who I'm excited to see? Nick Araya. I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Um, you know, I mean, I've seen, I saw you, I saw you and Jared last year, but for the most part, I don't get to see too many of my Cali friends. They don't usually travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's either working or they got something going on. So I'm pumped. I'm really pumped about it. Good. You know what I think is really interesting about this event is I get asked this question a lot by tree guys and gals in the industry is, you know, how do I get better? How do I get to that next level? You know, it's not going to come to your door and knock on it, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to invest a little bit in yourself, and that's what these events are. I learned more from competition climbing and attending events as a speaker as well mm-hmm. as a, as, as taking classes than I ever learned doing production tree work. Because mm-hmm. when you're in production tree work, you kind of get locked into routine. Mm-hmm. It's 
you know, do the job, get the job done, go to the next job, do the job, get the job done, go to the next job. And you don't have that chance to really network and learn and try things out and see different ways of thinking. I mean, I remember going my very first competition out in Mobile, Alabama, watching James Earnhardt climb, and it was just like blown away at the way he moved through the tree. And I was there, and he was in my, my, my group, which was wonderful as a new competitor, to see and understand his vision of how he views the tree mm-hmm. versus how I viewed the tree. And it started changing the way I – I did things, and I yeah. think it really does make you a better production climber. But I understand, you know, it's it's a cost sometimes to go to these events, to travel these events. But invest in yourself if you they, really want to get better. You got to invest. So, in well, you can't beat this price. Ninety nine bucks. No, you, I mean, you can't. in California, oh that's almost a toll road, right? Yeah, no, holy that's, shit! That's a lot of these events, though. These, you know, there a lot of them are low cost. You yeah. know, I think I for think, what you get out of them, yeah, yeah. Well, they're you know they're starting to get smart and realize they should be making the brands pay you know i mean how so, many people did you read off that list how many people are there teaching oh man there's a bunch some people were mad at it 10 I people name them no there's there's about 12 to 15 people teaching well you figure a hundred buck and hundred dollar investment per instructor what you're getting out of that i mean you're paying nothing to hear yeah. a top i mean mark oh, chisholm he's a legend Lindsay purcell oh Lindsay purcell yeah Lindsay purcell's gonna be there doing Nick like Ray, a ISA uh, sir, uh, crash course yeah awesome i wish mm-hmm. i can't even go to that <laughs> Because I'm going to be talking at the same time. Like, there's just such um, high level caliper education. Yeah, that's going what I'm on. saying. You know, if if I had to stand up an event like that, I'd be charging six, seven hundred dollars a person just to cover my cost. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's just because I'm small time. You know, compared to tree stuff or having you know Cheryl tree events or yeah, you know. So it's it's awesome. It's awesome that that they're they're we're still able to do stuff like this. And I think that you know I think people are going to come. I think that. We've had a couple years off with COVID, mm-hmm. so it might get some people excited. Well, I know I'm real appreciative of VSG's kind of like continued involvement. You know, that was one of my concerns when the VSG acquisitions went down was like, okay, you know, is Tree Stuff going to stop being the educator that they are in the industry? And I know you told yeah. me earlier, Tree Stuff gives out or doesn't give out issues more CEUs than anybody, anybody. else in the industry. Yep. They're the top educator in their industry. It was and funny. I was really worried that VSG was going to change I don't like, know. I think, we're, I think we give out more. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I think last year, out, you Jordan, how many CUs did we give out? Like, I think it was like 700. I don't, we uh, we got we to see your tree stuff. Because we were, we were here with Tom and uh, uh, Trip, and uh, they called Nick. And they're like, we just found this out. Like, they didn't know either. Yeah. And Nick's like, you know, we give the most CEUs out than any other company, especially New Jersey Crane, they said. <laughs> I, I, I believe it's up there. I don't maybe they're not number one, but it's got to be up. There. Oh, Jordan said twelve hundred. We did twelve hundred last year. Right. Oh, hey, Jordan, what do we what do we got? We're Nick? Somebody, that. Jordan, text text Nick and see how many he gave out last year. You know, <laughs> he's gonna say twelve oh one. Twelve oh one. Man, but yeah. So I'm really appreciative of VSG's continue to you know reinvesting in our industry. Yeah. I think sometimes as businesses get bigger and bigger and bigger, they lose sight of that educational mm-hmm. aspect. So it's really awesome they're doing that. And they're not the only one doing it. I mean, what, what, what companies have you seen lose sight of that? I think you look at so some of the acquisitions that have been occurring in our industry and some of the private equity coming into the industry. It's changed a little bit of some cultures out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to name any certain companies specifically, but I think there's definitely people at all, everybody can kind of identify that there's been some slight changes going on in cultures within organizations, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really good to see VSG doing that, you know, and like I said, they're not the only one you got RBI doing stuff with shelter tree now, and they're doing a lot of education as well. So now people are really seeing the value. Like we talked about earlier, training and education. Why do you think these so private clutch. equity companies are getting involved in our industry when because they never really have? Before? I think that there was a huge shift. I think there was <laughs> a, I think there was a huge shift during COVID with people saying I'm out. 
a lot of yeah. old old eh, people. Like I don't know, especially especially we're in our in we our saw area. it before COVID though. It was happening. I think it was, it was there, profit there was a generational shift, and I think yeah. that some of the younger people didn't get a chance to take to step up, and they sold out. I mean, look yeah. look at uh, Arborwell. Arborwell was yeah. an ESOP. The people that once they paid off Peter, they sold the company yeah. to Save a Tree, yeah. which is a, a private equity company that owns them. Yeah. And to see that after thirty years, I mean. I mean, I have my own opinions on it. I thought it kind of sucked to see that, you know, to build that and have it, you know, somebody Listen, coming to buy it's, it. It's, uh, I know, I've been a part of an acquisition, but, so I, no, it, it is what it is, right? But this, For the right price, there's no nostalgia. I know, I know. But it's still, <laughs> you know, to give it to the people that work for the company and then have it taken away from them after mm-hmm. a short time. Yeah, but ESOPs are very hard to sustain. I mean, Davy has been one of the only out, one out there that have been able to sustain it as long as they have. Um, so, I mean, I, I understand what Peter did, and I get why he did what mm-hmm. he did. But Yeah, he gave it to his people. Yeah, and, and then, then they was, made the decisions they made, which that's what happens. people were like, I'm out. How often do you see paid. that in public's traded stock? I mean, yeah. But I think the reason we're seeing more private equity get into it is the profit margins. You look at the I mean, private equity has been in the landscape industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, the landscape profit margins are in that 75 to 12% range. Residential, tr- residential and commercial tree care operations generally runs in around 30%. Mm-hmm. So if I was an investor, well, am I going to invest in a company that's going to net me a 12% return yeah. or a 30% yeah. return? That's easy. That's easy. So I think they started seeing that, and they started seeing that our market hadn't been touched with it, so it's ripe for the picking. Well, I mean, it's awesome, you know, them getting in because you got some old-timers that's just been yeah. slugging it out for 30 years. How do they get out of this, man? And and right now, their only solution is I can take an ad on the back of a TCI magazine. <laughs> and hope somebody buys and say, me. say, <laughs> man, 40 years, Miss Johnson's been a good client, just ready to sell it. And we got Betsy, their bucket truck, this is really good. That's their exit strategy. So, you know, uh, to have some companies come in, to be able to pick up these bigger companies, really put some money in our industry. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to see some of these companies getting paid uh, yeah. or, or these individuals that started. You know, and that's one thing that we're doing at Noble Oak Safety and Training is that's part of also our business model is looking at how to help businesses on the business aspect of tree oh, care. Because yeah. what we know is most small to medium-sized tree care companies, the owners are really good at doing tree work. Mm-hmm. But they sometimes aren't always great at doing the business part of tree yeah. work. So it's partnering up with companies and coming in and bringing education, bringing knowledge. And we also have got some great vendor relations where we're able to pass that along to these small to medium-sized business companies so they can get the same buying power that the big guys are getting. Okay, how does that work? So we've got partnerships with certain vendors out there, certain you know end users and whatnot, different manufacturing brands, different um, middleman marketing type stuff where we can pass that directly on. So for instance, um, I'll use an example. So say Phil Rogacki Tree mm-hmm. is comes a client of ours, and you start working with us, and we get you set up with a company of RBI Corp. So RBI Corp is a middleman marketing. So they buy from manufacturers, and they resell. They're a reseller. Well, we get you set up with them, and now you can buy direct from the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So you're getting 15% savings because you're not buying from end-using market. Mm-hmm. So it saves money, right? So we can do some of those kind of things. Now it's very selective. It's not everybody can be on board with this, mm-hmm. but we've got things with Alltech. We've got things with, you know, we're working on some things with some chipper organizations. We've got stuff with BIK and cranes. It's definitely to do with cranes and stuff. So we're trying to make it where we're leveling the playing field a little bit. So not everybody's subject to the whims of the market because of what they're forced to pay. Because we all know, you know, the larger companies can kind of set their, you know, level what they want to pay mm-hmm. because of the size they are. So we're passing along to the small to medium sized companies, but also 
one thing a lot of people don't realize when they go to sell their company is if you put a little bit of work in on the front end before you go to sell your company, you can net that return huge in the back end. So are you working with companies on acquisitions yep. and to be able to sell their company? Yep. Helping companies get structured for acquisitions, make sure their policy procedures are in place, make sure they're compliant. Because nobody wants to buy a non-compliant company. Yeah. Because all you do about is a risk, right? So being risk averse and all those things and helping companies understand like, hey, if you really want to be marketable to be purchased, there's some things you need to have in play. Yeah. So we can partner with companies doing that too. So it's really that client-centered solutions for, you know, and I hear it. I, I ran a small to medium-sized tree care company. I know he was involved in one. It's a grind every day because people think owning the company is the best job. Mm -hmm. No, it never ends. That's what Trip was saying. You know, Trip was like, I mean, these guys are slugging out, slugging it out every single day, and they go home and like, fuck, I broke that rope today. I got a, I got a call, and forty percent of their sales is over the phone. Yeah, I you know. know. I was like, Catalogs over the phone. phone? Yeah, I need it. like they just want to talk to somebody. They want to pick up. It's they the want same to know that Joe yep. answered. Joe's going to get them that rope, and they're going to get a, get yep. it to them. We do the same thing. We have like we a couple of years ago we redid our whole online registration process to yeah. make it as seamless as possible for people to register for our class. But I was very adamant about saying we need a full time secretary that just answers phone calls all day long, just because people want to be explained things, they yeah. want to be reassured, you know, and they want to if they if they're like not comfortable signing up online and putting a credit card on the internet, which is still a thing. People are like, I'm not putting my credit card on the internet. We, we know we'll figure out a way to get that happen. We just want to make it as easy as possible for people to participate. And we realize we're a service industry. In training and education, it's still a service, no different than the tree care services. Mm -hmm. And the best way to service is to provide that customer interaction. And no different than I'm sure Atlas, the same way, if you don't call people back, they move on to somebody else, right? Nobody wants to leave voicemails and not get called no. back. I mean, when does a little, when does a company, you know, when you're owner operated, you got two guys with you? I mean, most of them, they're answering the phones. Yeah. They're ordering the rope. They're ordering the gear. When do, when does somebody make that purchase to have that individual know, like, hey, I, I'm customer service is important. I'm going to hire someone full time in that office. I think or, it depends. I, I mean, when did you know? When did you know you wanted right away? That was customer service was the whole part of why I started my business was because I was working for another company doing training and I saw a lack of that customer service, mm -hmm. you know, when it came to executing the programs, you know, so I wanted to make it, I wanted to make it, I wanted my cut, I wanted my students to feel like they were being looked after during the class, before the class mm -hmm. and after I didn't have control over the before I had control during and after, cause they gave me their phone number, they gave me their email address. So I would check in on them. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that it was kind of like, I don't know, I always explain, I always compare it to like going on vacation and having a travel agent, you know, having that full spectrum service experience um, was so important for me down to when we have repeat students for other programs, like we're, we have um, them on a first name basis. We give them all name tags that have their name and their company on them. So they feel important. You know, that, that they're, you know, they're, they're representing their company, you know, and it kind of, it goes a long way, um, yeah. in terms of, you know, I'll work this hard for you, but the, I'm going to, mm -hmm. I expect you to work this hard in return without actually saying that. Yeah. And that's where Hans and I have a great team, you know, build or partnership here is, you know, Hans sees things different than I see. I'm a data guy. Like I'm a do it now, but I'm a data guy. So for me. It's a financial decision. I'm a feels guy. You're a researcher. He's a feelsy guy. I'm a feels guy. <laughs> he wants it to feel good, right? Where I want to know data. So, okay, how many calls are you answering? How many calls are you missing? What is, what is your close rates? 
if you could track back your close rates of, you know, are you doing follow-up calls? Why are you not getting the close rates? Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of questions people don't ask. One of the number one questions that isn't asked by most tree care companies is why they didn't win the bid. Mm -hmm. And they are scared to ask that question, but that's a viable question. Hey, you know, we, you know, he's hired somebody else. That's great. Hope you much the best of luck. Yeah. But why, why weren't we in, in contention, right? Because that's good data. And then also financially. Um, and, you know, Hans chose to go right directly into it. But I'm going to make a shout out to Michelle Myers and her company called Pink Collars. Uh, I don't know if there's a way to tag Michelle Myers in this, but there is. We should definitely do it. She owns a company called Pink Collars, and all it is, it employs stay-at-home moms to provide phone answering services specific to the tree care industry. Mm -hmm. Her callers are all trained on how to answer tree care questions. So when you call a company, you're getting a live call picked up every single time by somebody. They're trained in like um, Arbor Gold and those kind of software systems where they can enter directly into a CRM system. They can set your appointments up for you and everything. What's the company called? Pink Collars. Okay. Her, her, Michelle Myers. Great. Are yeah. you saying Great. callers or collars? Collars. Like, like callers? Oh, ring a ding ding ding. No, like collars. Pink? Call collars. Yeah, yeah, collars. No, I thought collars. you were saying collar. Like collars. Shirt yeah, collar. I'm like pink collars. All right, you know what? You guys and my wife need to get together because she makes fun of how I say things all the time, like important. <laughs> So, you know, colors, colors, so pink right. collars. Thank you. Collars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, www.pinkcollars.com, uh, Michelle Myers company. But it's a great thing. If you don't ready to make that jump to a full-time position, you can go intermediate and have a package where they're going to answer maybe 20 hours or they're, you know, all these different stuff. And they can help oh, you with all that. So okay. it's a great service like that that we connect people with. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's so. interesting for me because I want to. I, I believe I've met her before and heard about this a mm -hmm. long time ago. But, you know, at that time, you're just like, yeah. we can do it ourselves. We don't need any freaking help. You know, yeah. and now it's like, yeah, we do need some help. Yeah. Plus, yeah. I love the my, fact. My dad's been doing voicemail for 45 years. And he calls everybody back. Calls them back, but doesn't answer. And I'm like, yo, if I called you and you didn't answer, I'm, I'm on the I'm next, next one. I'm calling four more people yeah. right now. And he's like, take these. I want them anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's true. But so it's, it's things like that that we're trying to connect people with because he's got a long history in the industry. I've got a long history in the industry. We both have no multiple business sectors out there in the industry yeah. that we can help connect people with. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, both of us, we our phone books are very thick in terms of our network. Like I, I've had conversations and I've been able to link people up for business opportunities and you know, we'll have conversations. I'm like, oh, you know, you need to talk. You need to talk to Phil, or you yep. need to talk. You know, you got to talk to this person. And you know, we just just from being at the shows and yeah, just. I mean, that's where you get it. This networking at shows. I I read somewhere. I, I don't mean, know who it is, but maybe was, I'm sure you've probably heard it at some point. If you can't replace your income today off just the contacts you have in your phone, you need to network more. You should be able to replace your income in one sing within a month, within four weeks just based off your networking within your phone book. Hmm. And that's, that's huge. And that happens at these events, like yeah. Treetopia for $99. And we so, <laughs> so have you done that, becoming a free agent? Have I been a what? You left, leaving DRG, uh -huh. right, using your phone book. Let me Is ask you working? a question. Did we have a conversation? <laughs> did, 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 did we have a conversation? Well, we're here. We're here. All I'm saying all is right. all I'm saying. All you know right. what I mean? <laughs> no, I did. I absolutely did. I absolutely, you know, was looking to make a move, change opportunities. I made some phone calls, talked to different people. You know, that's good, man. What's really weird is word got out really quick that I was yeah. looking to make a change. I, um, I, I, I put a post on social media. Somebody had to because <laughs> we were in conversation and all of a sudden my phone started blowing up. I didn't oh. say anything. I didn't know. Somebody, I don't know, somebody somewhere, your phone's tapped by NASA or somebody. I don't oh, know. That's Alexa. Alexa. Oh, that's Alexa. Yeah. I don't have that either. 
Yeah, or Google. Google <laughs> Siri. gets it. Siri. They listen to everything. Yeah, and my phone started blowing up. Like, hey, I heard you're looking to make a change. It's like, ah. there you go. So, yeah, it's important to network. Um, I think sometimes tree workers forget the industry they're in. I think they just kind of get so tunnel visioned in being a tree worker, they forget they're part yeah. of a bigger ecosystem. Yeah. Ooh, oh. I get a drink. Oh, this is good, man. This is good stuff. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you guys are here, man. I really am. I'm, uh, I'm glad you asked us to do this. I, dude, it was I, last I minute. Love, I love doing it. I, I just love getting on here and shooting the shit. And because it's not, I mean, the conversations are great, but I want, I, it's like your memories in Facebook or Instagram. They come up and, you know, you're just like, oh, I remember that. That was awesome. I remember that. And, and listening to these and the stories we say, I can watch myself grow up and mature through them and get better and, and to hear these conversations and stuff like this. I mean, it'll live forever. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I couldn't miss this opportunity. Yeah. We're missing one, uh, dingleberry here. Um, if you don't know what dingleberry is, look it up. That's Jared. Uh, he's not here, but he's, he's busy out, training it. He's out in the field. He's working today and helping, helping some, you know, past students out and, uh, making sure they can perform what, uh, is expected of them. Now you and Jared will be at Treetopia. I will probably come there in the afternoon on Friday okay. for a little bit just to see you yeah. guys again and uh, have some beers at night and see what it's all about. You know, uh, 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 go see some people that absolutely love me there, like Sarah Hahn uh, from A Plus, because A Plus is hosting it. Yep. And A Plus is, you know, my past, my alma would it be my alma mater. Is that how you say it? Uh, yeah. Sure. Alma mater. Don't ask me how to pronounce things, evidently. So. <laughs> that was that was where I started everything at, you yeah. know, at A Plus. So I have a special love with A Plus and and uh Sarah, she is just love her. She's mm-hmm. awesome. Creator, designer, builder. I mean, that whole website just has her all over it. And a uh, shout out to my buddy uh uh Illuminaries, Tim Hahn, her brother, who did that drawing that's been posted up everywhere from there, mm-hmm. but you can catch a lot of his art all over buildings. Uh, one time Tim sent me a picture and I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. Somebody put my name on a train. I'm like, I mean, what are the odds of somebody with the same last name writing on a train? That's crazy. And then he showed me another name next to him. I'm like, wait a minute. That says Tibbetts. And that says Rogaki. I'm like, did you spray with, paint my name on the train? He's like, yeah, yeah. I put it on there for you. Man. I'm like, yeah, put it on there for you. I put it Thanks. on there for you. No, but they, uh, I know there's been zero expense uh, uh, spared for this. Yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. And I, I know that nighttime is gonna be pretty, pretty awesome. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make sure we don't miss it. And I'm, I'm pushing Jared on coming there. Saturday I might not be there, yeah. uh, but I'll be, be there. Bath fishing, huh? Can be fishing. You know, I think I might go hiking. I'm trying to get ready for this race and. And I, I, I got to put in. See, like, I feel better now because if you said you were going fishing, I was like, "Hey, I Hans, got the bass boat out, I'm out. there. I'm out. I'm, I'm gone." <laughs> you fish, Hans? I don't. I don't. I'm trying I to just, get him into it. I just do cranes. His ADD, is, his ADD is too I, much for I fishing. I swear to God, I literally just work all the time, but it's not work. Has anybody ever caught a bass with a crane? Ooh, would that set a I, world record? Question well, is, first would you go top water no, or would you go but I, I don't know, but, but I like, am pulling like one of the things that I am working on, which I, I don't even think World's I, told, largest fishing I don't think pole. I told Travis yet, is that I'm going to try, uh, we're, we are going to figure out how to run a real crane from across the country yeah. with the simulator. Yeah. You're going to do what? Really? We're going to, we're going to we have an idea. We're going to hook the simulator up to a real crane and operate it from across the country. So he's going to. I'll, I'll be somewhere doing a class okay. with a crane. Okay. He's going to be in his simulator in New Jersey. 
Okay. And we're going to operate the crane maybe here at the Academy in California from New Jersey to show the importance of really good communication on job sites. How, now, how, how do you guys do that? Magic. We're gonna. We, we don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know yet. Figure it out. We oh have the God. technology to do in the simulator. It's just a matter of connecting it to the truck. Yeah. It'd be awesome, though, wouldn't it's it? Gonna Dude, be, it's that's gonna, game changer. It's gonna be shit. awesome. I know that's a guy. Crazy. I know a guy who ran a bulldozer in Dubai from Texas. Holy shit! So it can be done. It can be done. But it really comes down to, and especially if we're going to be making actual live picks with a climber yeah. entry, so, it's going to be communication. These are the things that I'm working on now that Travis is driving revenue. <laughs> oh, I love it. Wow, no, no pressure, Hans. Thanks. I love it. Thank you very he's much. He's going to do such a great job, man. He's going to kill it. He's going to kill it. He's going to. He's going to do great. Well, if you want to look up our websites, why noble w h y noble dot com. Let's look it up. What is it? W h y noble dot com. W h y. And the logo is a Hans original. It's an awesome logo that he did. And we're still working on building out the website. It is nothing spectacular yet, but it will be in the future. You know, it actually looks like a monkey. What? A monkey? A monkey? I got a monkey face when I opened it up. You, Does what? that sound weird? I, 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 I see like the <laughs> eyes like this and the mouth, and I see the little ears with the crown like King Louis. Uh, mm. well, my, Alicia, Alicia said it looks like an angry face, so, but she thinks the Jeep I grills look like no, an angry it's, face. It's, so. it's like royalty, but I, I got a monkey out of it. We I went like through it. a few. We went through a few design design <laughs> options. Here it is. Me, Noble Travis and I had our first disagreement. Yeah. We, did. we did. We did. How that? How that play out? Great logo. Yeah. Who came up with you? you came up with the logo. I did. We had yeah. about five different versions. So we. I like it. We went through a creative process together. We did. And what I've realized, and this is something that I didn't expect coming into the dynamic, is so for those who don't know, there is an uns an unspoken uh, individual. Jordan Tillman, who is Hans's wife, who really runs the company. Yep, um, Women-owned business. <laughs> she's she's the owner of the business. Oh, yeah, we both works. work for her. That's how that's how it runs. And uh, they usually end up in conversations that I get interjected into as like the middleman, and I'm like, I didn't remember signing up for marriage counsel here. <laughs> here. Um, so it works great though because usually Hans is on one end of the spectrum and Jordan's on the other end of the spectrum, and I kind of play the middle ground. Uh-huh. Um, and it works out really well, and the logo came out fantastic. It was not what I wanted originally, and it wasn't what he wanted originally. We met in the middle. We did. We did. Internet really great. Compromise. I mean, that's yeah. it. I mean, I, I, I get in battles with this guy all the time on stuff, yeah. you know? Uh, it's like, hey, we need to do this. Well, now we need to do it this way. And I tried to listen to everything. I'm like, okay, let me play this through. I'm like, yeah. uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> and that's why, Jared, you're not here today. <laughs> that's stupid. By the way, we meant to tell you. <laughs> no, but he does have some, he has some good, good shit, and I'm yeah. like, Oh, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Okay, I guess we can do it that way. And some stuff you gotta know when to battle on something, or just it's, it's not worth that big a deal. Yeah. You know, it's not that big a deal. So for those who are looking to contact us, obviously I do not have social media. Um, yes, I am on LinkedIn, but that's the only social media I have. Yeah. Uh, will not be getting back on social media. It's actually in my contract that I will not be on social media. Yeah. Um, but I, but, but, but Hans also, also Wait, it's in your contract. Also oh, yeah. in his contract is I actually own the Travis Vickerson brand now. Yes. <laughs> In, in social media only. <laughs> he cannot pimp me out oh, on the corn. Um, so, yeah, so, so if you want to contact do with that? us. I'm going to turn him to the next Kleenex. There's no more tissues. It's Vickerson. <laughs> it's Vickerson. That's it. yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that could happen. That could happen. Yeah, he, he, he should have negotiated hey, a little harder. Sometimes you got to give things up in a contract. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I mean, you, I don't, you sold your name. Yeah. For sold now. Your name. That's all right. That's all right. That's good. I, I sold to a good person, though. I didn't yeah, sell it to you. I won't make him look bad. No. 
So if you I want to contact make, us. I only make our customers and our staff look good. So you can obviously hit us up at Instagram through um, Hans. You can, you know, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. You can hit us up on LinkedIn, or you can just go to the website, hit us up that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty as stuff. far as the you know, as far as the differences, New Jersey crane experts still going to do cranes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, but we want to be able to separate the two. Yeah. Even though we, you know, I had a whole campaign that say that says. You know, we train other things besides cranes. And now, and isn't it funny how it changes? So now, Noble Oak will. So, will, where did Noble Oak come from? Where did the name so come Noble from? So, Noble Oak was always was my shell tree service name because mm-hmm. in New Jersey, you have to have a state license. So, I had to hold it somewhere. Yeah. So, I still do like ex- expert witnessing and consulting. So, it was, it was under Noble Oak. I didn't want to go to court and do tree witnessing and then being like oh what's a crane guy doing here so noble oak was my tree service that gotcha. i never did tree work with gotcha. so we just we transfer that and just added safety and training to it good good we originally were going to go with training and safety um and then jordan pointed out the uh it, it would not look good what by oh, saying be, training and safety well our abbreviation would be train? knots it'd be not <laughs> Yeah. We're like, yeah, it's a little too close. Yeah. <laughs> and we're nice. not gonna go that way. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Oh, no, are with... you gonna go with gnats or not? <laughs> no. You get to pick. Yeah, so now, we don't want to do that. Now it's nost. 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 Yep. Nost. But no, and again, what Nats does that Nats does really well. And we're not trying to what? take away any other oh, business. Good it says come to Canada. Come hey. to Canada. You were right. I you know, hey, you. I want to go to Canada. Hey, it's, uh, it's cool. Tree there. nerd. Um uh, we were, that's his name. Oh, right I was like, yeah, I'm like, hey, trainer. That. That's what I call everybody here. No, but Hans was talking about that. He's like, dude, have you been to Canada yet? And I'm like, you know, and, and my impression on Canada from uh, uh, that you guys train all the time. And yeah. I don't know. I got it from one school up there in Canada years ago. I was reaching out to the school, trying to recruit a bunch of people to yeah. come work for us out of the school, but I just had a hard time getting people over the border to come work here. Uh, and I thought everybody was trained in four-year college education and all this, and he was like, no, these guys are hungry for more training, more training, more training. And uh, Tree Nerd wants us to come to Canada, or wants you guys to come to Canada. Uh, but we're, you were just there. We're coming back. I'm going to see him. Hey, we're go- we're going oh. on a world tour. We're going to go on Canada, Australia, New Zealand, China, Japan. We'll go everywhere. Oh, yeah. I got asked, uh, two Probably years avoid ago, Russia I, right now. Two but. years ago, I got asked to go to India. See? And Jordan said no. What? Yeah. Jordan, what the heck? <laughs> they were oh gonna sell gosh. him. So they were gonna kidnap him. So no, the guy was like, "You gotta come here and just talk to these guys." There's like, we don't have OSHA out here. They're like, "You just gotta tell these guys that you." He was like, "You can't wear sandals and climb trees." That's literally what he said. He's like, "You gotta tell people about boots." Well, so let me ask. I was like, "You want that. me to come out to India to talk about boots?" <laughs> where Where does it say you have to wear boots to climb trees? It says that you have to wear proper footwear. What is proper footwear? Define proper footwear. Closed toe shoes. Where does it say that in the definition of proper footwear? I didn't bring my. This is a conversation. This is a theological conversation. Ryan, Ryan, and I got into a while back about this. He was like, "Technically, what defines proper footwear?" And I was like, "Closed toe boots." He was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Well, because." He's like, "No, where does it say that?" Maybe it's just can't. I went through the ANSI standards. I went through OSHA standards. I could not find anywhere that says it had to be a closed toed lace up boot. Over the ankle, like we always expect, couldn't find it. Yeah. Anywhere. So, technically speaking, if you got some tree sandals, just saying. If you mm. do the Crocs and flip it in the four wheel drive mode, I mean, would those work? I don't know. I thought about that on the plane today. Is where my Crocs? I wouldn't talk to you. Hey, th- let me tell you, they're making a comeback, big time. 
I refuse. I'm going to get a pair. I, I, just I, have, I, have, I have foot problems, and they're the only things that make my feet feel good. You got to get uh, – I just bought Hoka's. Have you ever worn Hoka's before? No. I don't, they, don't, they probably mm. don't make them my size. They make them your size. No, they don't. And they make wide. Okay. So thick sole on this. And I thought – these Do shoes will be seven foot tall. The first time I seen these shoes, I was like, I'll never wear those ever. <laughs> and then time went on and I'm doing this race here in August. And uh, I was talking to the guy who's hosting it. I said, man, you know, I just have flat feet. He's like, Hoka's, you need Hoka's. He's like, you can go for miles in those. I'm like, really? I'm like, man, I had three other people tell me this. And then Hoka's. I was hiking on the train, H-O-K-A. Then I'm hiking on the trails, not the train, the trails. Every other person had these shoes, hokas, hokas, hokas. And I stopped three people. I go, hey, how do you, you like those shoes? Oh, I love them. Is it like a cross trainer or is it like a boot or? No, it's just, it's a tennis shoe, a hiking, okay. hiking yeah. shoe, you know? Uh, but yeah, they're called, uh, I think goat, goat five, speed goat five is the one I got. They're awesome. Huh. They're awesome. And I've been running in them and hiking in them and they're, they're good. Try. I have horrible feet. So it's problems. like that. Yeah. But thick cushiony sole. That you have if you have a, uh, feet that hurt a lot like me. My biggest problem feet. right now is this time of year I live in sandals pretty much flip flops like live in them. Yeah. And then when I go put my climbing shoes on to go teach the neck like that night I can't sleep because my legs hurt so bad. So I'm like pounding ibuprofen and get up in the middle of the night <laughs> stretching and like hey and then come winter I'm fine because my feet are yeah. used to it. But then when I get back to summer my feet are in sandals. And you know, coming in Raleigh, North Carolina, like it's I, mean, I left on Sunday, it was like 106 heat index. Oh shit! So I'm like, I want t-shirt, shorts, and flip flops. You've been catching some bass on your lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, man. my personal so the lake we live on um, is way down. It's down like three feet. Really? Like, I, so I built some fish habitats, which I have a really came up with a really cool idea mm-hmm. of using corrugated PV corrugated black drainage pipe, drill holes in it, and then put in quarter inch PVC pipes to build like a cross sections. You throw them in the water with rocks, and it weights them and pulls them down, and then the algae all sticks to it. The fish live in it. Habitat. That's great. I like it. So I got three of those. Well, now, like, one of them sticking out of the water because the water's so low. And I haven't been on the lake with a boat because it's just so hot. Like, if you're not out at 4 in the morning, you're not getting anything. So I think the California. small, I think the best bass I brought in in the last month has probably been three pounds. Oh, shit. Yeah. But fall, fall's coming. Fall's coming. I feel good about it. So how many people we got watching this right now? Are we talking like just Jordan? Been, no, we got twenty. Jordan, All yeah, right. just Jordan, just Jordan, <laughs> just Jordan. Um, no, man, I'm uh, I'm excited about these different events coming up. Are you, now, are you going to go to Winter Management? Of course, that's, he is. that's the plan. Yeah, we're going to yeah, be there. Have him. you been to Winter Management before? Never have. What? I was supposed to go the year COVID happened, and then COVID. Oh shut man, it down. we had the best time. That's what I, hear. I mean, last year Jordan may not agree. I'm going to try and bring as many of our staff as I can afford to Winter Management this year. So he's bringing two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's it's not Hawaii, so I don't have to. Where's it at? St. Oh, Thomas. Uh, St. Thomas. Thomas. And by the way, St. Thomas. I've been there. Have yeah. you seen the TCIA page for it yet? They posted a video like this week of the place it's going to be at. All I got to say is wow. Uh, it's, it's always it's, it's impressive. It's, it's always a wow. But they're ste- they said they're stepping it up. This place like, is wow. Like wow. They're going to be raising the bar on some of these places. Yeah. And it have. says in there price has gone up. Like it's like fifteen hundred dollars okay. to like. Yeah. It's yeah. gone up. Yeah, but it's it's going it. to go up. If you're a business owner, they're and getting, you're not there. You're missing out. They're getting so many people that are coming to this. They they don't have the room. To they can't. To... They have to limit it. They have to every year. I think it sold. It sells out. Well, we gotta get on that registration opens in September. I think. Oh, well, we'll, the, we'll, we'll the hotel usually sells out. The hotel's but the, like already yeah. sold out. I bet. I bet. Hmm. Uh, 
Oh, mm. I, I'm pretty sure because I remember. I, every well, don't time. tell me that. It starts fucking freaking me out because I always wait till the gotta, last minute. Gotta gotta do it soon. I'm telling you. I, I I'm pretty sure that we booked it before we even left Hawaii just to know where it was or something like that. Jordan like was on top of them when they oh, were going to release all that. All right. Break it all on. Right. Yeah, it's gorgeous. gorgeous but there's place. always, there's always an offsite property, but it's not as cool. No, it's not. You got to stay on that. You got to stay there. Cause one time I stayed in an Airbnb and we got a golf cart, which was awesome to drive back and forth. And I brought little decals and we put our decals on the golf cart and everybody yeah. thought we were so cool because we, they thought we shipped our golf cart to yes. Puerto Rico to uh, yeah. drive That's around. Not a bad idea. <laughs> and then we sold it while we were there to <laughs> ship it back. Yeah. Oh man. Um, but I actually just got back. I won the I won the ASTI auction. Okay. I went to Virginia Beach. How was that? It was awesome. It was awesome. It was um, donated by Xylem Tree Experts out of mm-hmm. Virginia Beach, and we had the best time. Um, it was we stayed at the Cavalier Hotel, which was like, I like literally I took notes on on hospitality for I was like I want to do this in class like I want to do like this You're gonna white start, glove training he's start environment like the swans and no. towels for people <laughs> I told, I was like I want to give everybody a robe when they show up for class here's oh your sli- here's your slippers Mr. Rogaki here you go um, like, oh, it was wow. so nice I felt so pampered I was yeah. like that's that's kind of how I want my classes to be though you know I want people to feel like they're looked after well, you, you know got the fireplace so and we nice went, music going so we had dinner I, it was three nights that we were there and then we got a uh, tour of the steel plant in virginia beach which is like closed to the public it's only dealers only and oh man that was the coolest experience like literally they make chainsaws from scratch like from raw materials it's like baking a cake and all and at the end there's a freaking chainsaw i was like (laughs) it was so cool were you allowed to take a lot of pictures in there no No. they were like they were like no phones no recordings nothing we had to go through a debrief um, Did they lock up your phones? No, because no, they, they have these little bags now. They give you and you zip up your phone. In yeah. But the uh, the facility it was two million square feet mm-hmm. uh, production plant and multiple buildings. We went on a two hour tour. I probably could have stayed there all day long. Um, and which was what was really cool was as you as we walked in, they had the little steel uh, robot lawnmowers going around cutting all the grasses. All the grass around you know what's cool property. about those robots is I love those things. Like Husqvarna has them, Steel has them, but they don't cut lines. I like a lar- yard to look like it's well, it won't Yankee cut. Stadium. You, like you gotta straight lines. Mm. I like that. Baseball you gotta field. cut yeah. it once for real, and then it maintains it. So yeah, you can't like again. you can't like have it go cut in a field. Yeah. Um, mm. But it was pretty cool. I mean, the whole place was really cool, um, and uh, yeah, we had a good time there. It was a good trip. But I, cool. I won the. Um, I was. One of ten people to win the ASTI auction items. First of all, it was five hundred bucks a plate to go. Okay, and then I remember going there, and I'm like, I'm buying something. I was like, I gotta show. I was like, I gotta show these big wig freaking executives that I mean business. And I said to myself, I'm buying something. I don't care. Well, I had a limit. Yeah, I bet you did. But I did not get permission from my wife. No, he got permission from the owner of the company. Um, <laughs> but I was like, I'm winning something. I'm making a donation to ASTI. And I was like, and then I'm going to make sure everybody knows I'm here. I mean business. And I won. I Good, won that. Man. It was like the eighth thing that they gave away. One of the trips, they did a trip to Italy for eight days. It was like 25000 bucks. Oh, my gosh. Who bought that? All the wives. All the wives are bidding. 
They're like the husbands were just sitting there. They're like me, me. Twenty five grand. Oh, it was twenty five. It was eight days for seven people with a chef at a villa. Uh, See, I, my, I, my ass is always like, am mm. I gonna like this food? Am I gonna like this hotel? What are the reviews on it? <laughs> like, I, I want to do if some research. Gonna, if, if I'm having a personal chef in a villa in Italy, I'm probably gonna like its food. So, or her but food. like I said, there it was. It true. was cool. That's there were seventy five people there. They're all people of influence in the industry, and I wanted them to know that I was there for a reason. You know, know. So but can we go back to a different and, thing? And quick? like I said, I had a good time. It wasn't like it was a flop. Hey, you know, I, I was there too. I was just on the other side of the bushes, sitting there, <laughs> looking, looking <laughs> over. <laughs> I was really right there, and I was throwing stuff over. Xylem Tree, though, you mentioned them. They were the ones. Who yeah, talk about a company and, that's blown up. And and they were like, like they're huge now. Really? Oh my god! Uh, East Coast. I saw a post today. If you're somebody looking to get into a skills trainer position, I saw a post for Xylem. They're looking for skills trainers like Tennessee, Ohio, Kentucky. Like they have blown up. Hmm. They've got a great marketing campaign going on. I mean, just phenomenal. And their equipment looks really good. Yeah. Like really good looking equipment. So shout out to Xylem. I mean, no, definitely shout out. So if, if I go again, I'm going to try and if they do the same thing again, I'm going to try and win it again. Good tax write off and a vacation. And I got to flex a little bit. And we're kind of we're going to have, have a people. budgeting oh, meeting I, before I'm we I'm going to go just to push you to, I'm like, no, you're going to let that Phil, buy stop. that Italy? Come on, Phil, huh? no. you got this. <laughs> no, Phil, you got I, was like, this. I was like hanging out or uh, like Altec, like the head guys from Altec, more bark, BIK were there, Davey, Bartlett, like all these freaking people were there. Um, Tim Walsh won something. He like bid something there. Yeah, um, we are going to have a budgeting meeting prior to this. <laughs> just FYI. So, but it was a good time. It was. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it was our first. It was me and Jordan's first vacation um, by ourselves since we had our first son in four years. Holy Otherwise, shit. it was for work or with kids. You guys needed that. We needed that. Jordan yeah. told me the other day she's very excited about St. Thomas, so she can go hang out with my wife at the pool, and you and I yeah, can work the no, entire that's, time. That's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I was like. Okay, yeah. I'm fine. I'm going to St. Thomas. Let me tell you something. We went to we went to Hawaii right uh -huh. this year, and Phil and Jared have all these meetings, and I'm like walking around having my meetings, and I'm like I'm passing out at six o'clock, and I like passed out every. I was so tired. Six hour time change. They were like only three hour. We gonna play golf? We we can do whatever we want. Because isn't there a big golf tournament? That occurs? Yeah, yes, yeah. There's do. a golf tournament. There's all sorts of shit. We have yeah, I was supposed to play golf, and then I missed tea, tea off, and I ended up going to the pool. We were supposed to – weren't we supposed to – Yeah, I waited we for you. I waited for you at the pool, and you never showed up. No, wow. no, no. Weren't, weren't, he was at the other pool. <laughs> weren't you supposed to be in our foursome? No, no. I was with somebody uh, else. Oh, well, somebody – Somebody they, missed. No, they were me. switching. Oh, yeah. They were, like, switching people and stuff, and then – Is it a best ball tournament? Nah, no, it was uh, – <laughs> We'll have them on the show. It was a Bandit Vermeer thing, supposedly, and switching or okay. something like that. And it, it, we were going to be in another group, and then we were with this group, but it all worked well, out. Well, somebody was, was supposedly looking forward to golfing with me, and then I stood them up. So I thought it was... Well, we know oh, golf is gosh. really not your thing no. unless you're hitting the ball with I a knuckle I did hear boot. people kind of talking about that. Yeah. I did. I remember that. So, like, but I, the, I, honestly, I was, that Hans I was guy, kinda... oh, he flexes, uh, you know, at the at the auctions and now he doesn't even show up for these meetings. What, what, he was too is, busy planning who his trip to this guy? <laughs> How many flexes I, is he going to do in I was one, so tired. I, I ended up just sitting by the pool and sleeping. <laughs> wow. So. Oh man. Well, listen. We're going to have a great time. Oh, it's and great. We're going to have a great time at Treetopia hanging out. We're going to have a great time in Arborfest. And a great time in winter management when it's and coming. And TCI. And you're forgetting one more. Trees and utilities. Trees and utilities. 
because there's a I chance I haven't committed yet. To I that. know, but there's a chance I haven't committed yet to that. You and I may be there together. I haven't committed. I know, yes, but many, I'm working it. Many times we're going to be able to hang out. Yeah. So I appreciate you guys coming. Uh, That's great. All the way from the East Coast, just to be here at the po- at podcast yes. of two tree guys, and you know it happens just to be Treetopia happening down the street, but that's okay for that. Anything you guys want to say to the the people out there to cl- close us out? Yeah, um, if you have questions or you want to talk about training or you want to talk about <clears throat> anything, please reach out to us. We are more than happy to shoot the shoot the breeze with you anytime um we're always looking for new training topics things that are interesting people if you're in an area that desperately needs training let us know we like i said we are trying to figure out ways to get inject education into areas that aren't as popular um or maybe you're in a big city and you want us to come out and do a crane class speaking of that we're doing the crane certification class the day after treetopia ends so class uh Treetopia is Friday and Saturday. Sunday and Monday, we're doing a CERT class in California. So if you want to come, there's still some room left, okay? We're going to be actually renting out the Coal Shack Brewery. That's a cool place. We're renting out the Coal Shack Brewery to do the training. Um, we're going to be using A-plus's Altec crane, and we're using Eric's Knuckle Boom to do testing on. So if you guys want to get certified, there's still some space. Sign up on the website, njcraneexpert.com. Great opportunity to get both your Knuckle Boom certification and your stick boom at one time most people don't realize that you can get both certifications at one time with that class and it's only a two-day class so great class great opportunity i just want to tell everybody you know when you're looking at training education i know we've talked a long time we're great partners with academy trained what we're really looking for is elevating that standard Mm -hmm. you know taking it to the next level if you're dealing with a training company and you don't feel like you're getting what's really your needs get a different company yeah you know find the need that you have in training and do that need, right? T- contact us, contact Phil Academy. We're working together now. We're kind of helping each other out and things. So we're going to be doing more stuff together, hopefully. And, you know, it's not a problem. We, we're going to make it work, and we're going to make it work together. It's a, it's a good good cooperation, we'll call yeah. it, cooperative. Even, even if you don't know what you're looking for. We can help you find it. Yeah. We'll, we will literally <laughs> tell you what to do. No, that's no we won't. Literally, <laughs> we're going to get to know your culture, and then we'll help you understand what no, you need. I will tell you what you need to do. Uh, right. also, Travis will talk, will talk to you about the culture. Uh, shameless plug, if you're looking for another great book to read, uh, Safety Differently by Sidney Decker and Todd Conklin. Great book talking about removing safety clutter from your life and really kind of reshaping our way and getting out of our own problems. We create our own issues in this industry and other industries because we create too much safety clutter. Mm-hmm. So a great book, great read, easy read. Definitely check it out on Amazon. Awesome. To you, Phil. To me. To I'm you. I'm going to close this thing out. I mean... <laughs> Close it, out, close it out, and then we're going to close it out I'm tonight hungry. with a beer and some food. <laughs> but no, guys, appreciate everybody listening to this. Appreciate all you people who are sharing this right now, tagging your friends because it was just an awesome podcast. Hearing from uh, um, uh, two industry leaders here uh, talking about uh, training and education and you know how to help each other out in this. So share this, continue to share it. If you don't share it, um, um, shame on you. Yeah, shame on you. Shame on you. And no. check out Pink Collars if you're looking for a, a phone answering service. Callers, not collars. <laughs> callers. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, appreciate you guys listening on the show. Uh, another episode. You love it, like it, share it, and uh, continue to keep elevating the standard of our industry through safety, training, and innovation. See you All around. right, we're out. Bye. Bye.